and I have a recurring 80s theme for my entire life. Holy fuck, Jay. You, so you lived in the 80s, you grew up in the 80s, lived 80s your whole life, and then make it to the 80s again. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, right? You know, I so- wonder if other people in like other time eras, like have maybe people that? from the 70s have that same type of feeling the whole life because ours is something special, something different that's never happened in any generation before. We talk about it all the time about how we're reliving it, the fact that the styles, the fucking TV shows, the movies, the fucking every aspect, everything has come back full circle. So it's like never in time before has people got to relive life that they lived already yeah you know what i mean it's It's this weird thing that's happening to us right now and it's like a fucking it's like a parallel universe overlapping or something see you're not supposed to you're not supposed to think about that stuff when you're high i know we're caught in a fold (laughs) yeah think about it we're caught in a time fold that's gonna last a hundred years yep it's true trip on that what the fuck, right? Yeah. I just got caught in a fucking, in a new part of my brain. All right. Well, you know, like- <laughs> <laughs> well, this episode might be a challenge for you. If you're, if you're losing it right now, just try to hold it together. <laughs> oh, well, I got plenty of smoke. I'm ready to get high. Right. I've actually only smoked a joint so far. So. Are you serious? Yeah. It's a holy day. Yeah, I know. Uh, Let's do it. Right. Let's get into it. Are you ready? Yeah. You kind of trailed off like an old man there. Yeah. Reds are Robert Robert. Yeah. Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by naturalhabitatpodcast.com. A menibus. A fucking menibus. Naturalhabitatpodcast.com is the central hub for you to find everything on the Natural Habitat Network. You can find this podcast. You can find unsolicited opinions with Awesome Ty. You can find an episode of the Omniology Project with William Waffles. William Waffles. You can also go to our store and buy some shirts or some coffee mugs. Lots of merchandise. Feel free to scroll all the way down to the bottom of any page and donate any amount of money to the show. Lots of money. Also, please visit our YouTube channel, Natural Habitat Podcast, on YouTube. Lots of subscribers. Our channel is www.youtube.com. Forward slash. Yeah, forward slash. <laughs> and then channel forward slash. Capital Y, 2X, V, capital H, 2, 7, 9, 4, capital Z, lowercase b, 7. And that'll all be fixed once we get enough subscribers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure if that's the real name of our channel. I just said random things. Now that I think about it, I should have said the real number. Soon as enough of you subscribe, we'll be able to give it a real name. That's a right. A proper name. So, a natural habitat podcast name. So go and subscribe today and be one of the early ones that helps us create this podcast empire. Amenibus. Today is a holy day. It's Sunday. We haven't done a Church of Cranibus episode in fucking ever. 
It's been forever. a long time. It's been forever. So I say we get into it. Are you ready? You got your pipes packed? Uh, Cranibus, take the wheel. Okay, all right. The Podcast. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast, everybody, or more specifically, the Church of Cranibus. Amenibus to you out there, all of our loved ones. Um, you have stumbled across the Church of Cranibus, which is a loving place, a caring place. The sun is always shining, and the grass Speaking is always Speaking of sun, I'm here. D- the sun. Jeebus. Jeebus Cranibus. That's Jeebus Cranibus. Today. Is that your name today? Yep. We didn't get to that yet. My name's Mikey Booyah. My name is Jeebus Cranibus. Jeebus Cranibus. <laughs> and, um, JC. That's, you know? Yep. JC. That's where, the you know, it's a, it's a common misconception. People always uh, people always see JC inscribed on, on the side of uh, cave walls, pretty much places where you would go to smoke weed. And, uh, and they've been getting it wrong this whole time. Yeah. And they go, they go, Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. But really, all of these can be attributed to. Jeebus Cranibus, which oh, is uh, yeah, which which is the son of 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 a of a, uh, it was actually two strains of weed that were crossed together, planted <laughs> into uh in, into a pot, and then it birthed the baby, similar to in Harry Potter when they like pull out those screaming babies, the yeah. Mar Drakes or whatever they're called. Uh, Judy would know, but uh. Yeah. Yeah, so they they birthed this baby out of a weed plant, pulled it out. They were trying to harvest the weed, and they were like, "Shit, there's a fucking baby in here," and that's where it's a baby whale. It's a fucking baby whale, Jay. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god. So they took this baby from Jersey, and they brought him to Jerusalem, where he uh, grew up and perfected the growing and cultivation and. Uh, kind of di- distribution of marijuana. He was a drug when, dealer. When, when we say Jerusalem, we mean Mendocino. We mean what? <laughs> Mendocino. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was That's what it was called back then. Yeah. <laughs> Different times, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's only one true place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, we're really here to just to spread the love. It's been a long time since we've been here in the church. Uh, we're here to fucking church it up, bitches. Yeah, we have the beautiful choir here. Singing. Yeah, we got it all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually, we're going to come over here closer to the choir, give them some love, turn their mic up. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, stop. I don't know if they're smoking enough because I wouldn't be able to sing like that. They need to take a smoke break for sure. Yeah, we need to take a smoke break. Yeah, actually. I think that's what. Today is a holy day. And what do we do? do How do we do it? We get high. What we do is we pray in a way that is done with lighting marijuana on fire or heating up dabs to a certain temperature so yep. they combust. So that is our way of praying. That's our way of, um, you know, communicating 
are how we give communion. That's how we give thanks. Yep, that's, that's how, how we, we do everything. Yeah, that's how we do it all. Yeah, that's how yeah. we show love to one another. That's uh -huh. how we, um, I don't know, plan the future. Yep, and this is how we solicit our religion onto you. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the deal. Here's where it gets tricky, right? We're a religion, but our religion is based on truth. So it's kind of hard to um, discredit a religion that's founded on truth. We, we're here on everything that is real, everything that is factual. That is our religion. We're a religion that's different from any other religion. We're not atheists. We're not Christians. We're not anything. We're not. We're completely separate from all of them because we believe in truth, in the path to truth, in the light to truth, which is all that is true. Yeah. And the, the usual most common misconception is that you can get there through um, some type of meditation or enlightenment. And really, that's only half of it. The actual vehicle or vessel that you need, the missing link, is marijuana. Yeah, the literal missing link in your brain is cannabis. Yeah, and once you have those two to combine, then you can attain the next level. Yeah, and that is uh, that's very well said, Brother Blackstone. You, uh, you're always out here preaching the good word of cannabis and uh, providing a good example for people that smoke weed continuously throughout the day because uh, everybody likes to pull forward like the guy that doesn't have any shoes on and, you know, uh, is like playing hacky sack, has dreadlocks and all that kind of like the stereotypical stoner hippie. And there's all different types of stoners from all different walks of life. And, you know, you can't deny that when a group of people are smoking weed, that group of people is a lot less hostile. They're a lot more friendly. They're a lot more open with each other. They're more trusting. And, you know, if you have a party where everybody's drinking, there's most likely going to be a fight at some point in that party. If you have a party uh, where everybody's smoking, yeah, you know, there's most likely going to be a very good movie put on during that party. Yeah. So it's completely different, right? Yeah, and naturally it takes you to where you need to go, opposed to takes you wherever you end up. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, that's uh, that's what we appreciate here. We don't, uh, we we don't, uh, you know, like idolize any sort of fake being in the sky if anything we we thank the universe and you know all of these things that have happened in a certain way to where we're on this rock that is constantly changing and is lava in the middle and the plates are all fucking moving around i was watching ancient aliens last night this shit tripped me oh, out dude the new season right yeah the oh, new one i haven't got to see it yet. no spoiler spoiler the pyramids in um, antarctica but look one thing they showed uh they showed like a like like an artist rendition of the earth and the tectonic plates and they were talking about how the earth is always moving and the core is always interchanging so it'll like get sucked under a plate turn back into lava and then come back up on the other side and you know we're not on a rock in space we're on a fucking lava thing that is cooled on the outside because it's covered in right. water and everything's just constantly like changing you know it's a trip it's just like we talked about before, right? Like every every being, everything, every molecule on Earth is part of Earth. Every breathing thing, every non-breathing thing, every rock, every piece of dirt, every 
aspect of the oxygen in the air, everything. Every single piece of it is part of it, yep. whether you want to admit it or not. And one of my favorite quotes is, to know oneself is to know God. And that's and that really means a lot because it says that, you know, it says the truth right in it. Like we are God. The collective human is God. You know, Earth mm -hmm. is God. Yeah. If you really want to think about it. And, it and also, there is nothing else. And it know? also says, you know, in a in another way it says that no one will truly know God. So no one will truly know themselves and their purpose until you die. You know what I mean? What a trip. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, you know, we're not here to push anything down your throat. We're not here to tell you that this happened or that happened. That whole fucking Jeebus Cranibus story was a joke earlier. We're here to just smoke weed and spread positivity. You know what I mean? And I think that once we get enough people on board with this and, you know, feeling the way that we feel and appreciating the love that they have for cannabis and for each other then we will finally reach tax exemption which is the whole point of this do not forget that the yeah, whole the, point of us doing this is to get tax exemption so we don't have to pay taxes it's the only way we can use the force for good yeah so we're we're using that way a, that way every aspect of it is going to the good cause yeah. and not not to the fucking prisoners Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is a, this is some sort of a loophole in religion that, you know, pastors and priests have been taking advantage of forever. There's giant churches, pastors drive Bentleys, they don't have to pay any taxes, they wear $100 socks, and, you know, that's, that's not us. They take all their money from the poorest people. Yeah, and they take their last $5, you know what I mean? The last bit of money that they didn't put in the tank to get the church, they put in the communion. And these dudes are rich as fuck. And they don't have to pay any taxes. So we're here using that loophole and we're going to be completely honest with you. So on the last episode and we did... by being part of, you get to do the same thing too, right? Yeah, you're part of the religion. So All you have to do is say you work for the church cannabis. Yeah, every single one of us... Become tax exempt. <laughs> yeah, every single one of us works here. We'll be the first religion of 5,000 people with 5,000 employees. <laughs> <laughs> that's that real shit right there and the government can't do shit about it yep. it's all real what are you gonna do about it bitch <laughs> so let's all do right, it let's fucking smoke it up let's fucking get into this uh let's get into this early prayer this prayer right? session yeah everybody uh everybody bow your heads into the mouthpieces of your bongs and inhale yeah, deeply yeah. Edibles are seven times more psychoactive than marijuana smoking. <laughs> so be careful. That last fact was brought to you by Mikey thinking out loud. <coughs> There's going to be a lot of that today. <coughs> this smoke session is dedicated to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. Amen, Abyss. Amen, Abyss. <laughs> it sounded like Tommy Chunk. <coughs> 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 
gonna let you go <laughs> that you eat, man. If it's cold outside, don't pee your pants. It'll be warm for a minute, but then it'll get really cold. Hey, Manibus. Right. First prayer down. Mm-hmm. A couple more to go. So um, so I have some news on <coughs> the California front. Anybody who is uh, living in California or knows anybody living in California. Hey, I do. Do you? Yeah. You, you know me? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yep. That's who it was. So uh, a measure to legalize recreational marijuana... It is headed for the November ballot. It will allow adults ages 21 and older to possess, transport, and use up to one ounce of marijuana for recreational purposes and would allow individuals to grow as many as six plants. So I think that uh, with the way that legalization, 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 the way the legalization has been going lately, uh, I think that California... I always thought we would be the first ones to legalize weed just because California has Humboldt County and the Emerald Triangle and a lot of growers and everybody's like really relaxed. A lot of people smoke weed. Well, <coughs> in a sense, we are going to be. We still are going to be the first ones. We're going to be the first ones to do it the right way. True. You know? and, that, and that's the real significant difference. That's the only reason why um, we haven't done it yet is because... Every every opportunity so far hasn't been the right one for us. It's been caught up in the litigations, all the legalization bullshit. You know, they, they sneak shit in with the laws they propose it with restrictions and ways to fucking, you know, get over on us. And that's not the right way to do it. It, it all has to be worded right and, and it all has to be for the right reasons. And so far, there has yet to be one. And... Look at the problems that fucking Colorado has. They have nowhere to put their money. Yeah, you know they have nothing they could spend their money on. And you know um, they're making a lot of money, but they're re regulating it the wrong ways. And that'll and then, change if if it gets legalized more places, and then eventually gets legalized on a federal level or at least reevaluated. Then it'll become, you know, the money won't be dirty anymore. It's just because they're caught in this old way of thinking, and you know. A lot of people are getting out of that, so I think that that'll pass soon. Well, it takes it takes somebody like us to lead the way, as usual. And I think that, you know, this time could be the time, but it might not either. You know what I mean? I don't really like some of the, some of the things that are in this legalization process. I don't like that, you know, people want to... Uh, treat it like beer and wine. I think it has nothing to do with that. I think it's nothing like that. Yeah. I think being, I think being 21 is fucking ridiculous. Um, I think that, I think there's so much more to it that they're just trying to fuck us. You know, they're trying to tell us it's more, it's more of, well, we could, we could tell you what you can do and what you can't do. Right here. You can have it, but you can't have it. You know, yeah. it's basically what they're doing. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's not, you know, it's uh, it's unfounded, 100% unfounded, because there's no side effects. 
there's no perverse side effects that affect you negatively whatsoever. Yeah. There's no cancers that come from marijuana. There's no fucking car crashes from drinking and driving. There's no fucking, you know what I'm saying? There's no um, intoxifying yourself to the point of death. It doesn't exist. It's fucking unfounded. It's ridiculous to treat it the same. It's fucking, it's racial, basically, is all it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what it boils down to. Calling it marijuana is racist. It's not marijuana. It's cannabis. You know, calling it fucking anything other than what it really is, it deters from what it fucking is supposed to be. You know what I mean? And people think that they're slick trying to like, here, just give them a little bit so they're happy. And that's really not what it's about. We want it to be fair. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be legit for everybody. It needs to not be only for whoever, you know? Medical marijuana needs to still be around. Just because it becomes recreational shouldn't affect the medical part of it whatsoever. The medical part should still be the same way it is because there's people out there that need the medical benefits from this shit. And it's hurting more people than it's helping by regulating it the way they're doing it. You know? I'm, I mean, there's no other way to look at it than then how fucking dare you? It's just like Joe Rogan says all the time, you know, how fucking dare you? Seriously, are you serious right now? Do you, who are you to tell me what I can do with my body and what I can't? Yeah, it's simple. true. It's that simple, you know, stay the fuck out of it. <clears throat> Legalize it nationally. Decriminalize it 100%. 100% legalize it. Make it, gr make it able to grow hemp. Make it, make you be able to use it for whatever the fuck you want to use it for because it's harmless. Yeah. You know, to think of it any other way is absolutely ridiculous. To think of it in a conservative way is fucking pointless. Conservative thinking is bullshit. You know what I mean? It's fucking, it's, it's just rich people trying to tell people what they can do with themselves. And that's not how it goes. You know what I mean? It's not like people are waking up. Millennials are leading the future. I can't wait until the baby boomers die you know what i mean because then we'll see what life's really about yeah you know then we'll have so much more freedoms than humans have ever had before it's true because you know? like because our our generation is filled with a bunch of stupid people like everybody just kind of pissed away their future nobody finished high school nobody went to college and nobody has like a trade or any sort of skill everybody just kind of works at mcdonald's or like a fucking gas station and uh, is, you know, addicted to some sort of drugs and in debt and not really like a productive member of society that provides something for everybody. But, you know, not, a, not, not to hate on people that I grew up with. There's a lot of great people that, you know, are taking care of their families and doing what they got to do. And... Uh, you know, it was like our parents and our grandparents, they worked hard. And when they were 16, they were already working full-time jobs. They already had a trade. They already fucking, you know, like were getting their own house or building their own house. And we didn't do any of that shit. But these, like, these kids that are in high school now are really fucking smart. Like, the ones that are in school and aren't on drugs and aren't, you know, on, like, you know, falling victim to some sort of heroin rampage that's running around town or some shit. Right. These kids are, like, really fucking smart. And it gives me hope for the future, you know what I mean? Because as someone that's getting older, I have to look at these kids like, these kids are going to be taking care of the world, not me. I already yeah. fucked up my future. The most hope I have is to change a couple people's outlooks on a podcast, you know what I mean? Like... But besides that, I'm not out here saving lives. I'm not a doctor. I'm not, you know, 
doing anything like that. So, well, we are leaving a legacy, dude. We're making music and we're leaving things that are tangible objects that people can have way after our our existence is over with. You know, so yeah, a lot of these things are important. I mean, like it, starting the conversation is just as important as being in the conversation or being a part of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Honestly, it, it is. It's like it it all has to come from somewhere. And it all has to come from the right reasons. And, you know, we joke around and we talk about a lot of ridiculous shit and we have a lot of extreme views on things and and we say them openly and freely. So people, you know, don't really know what to take from us, what to take seriously and whatnot. But when it comes to these type of things and having freedoms and, and being, you know, told what to do and stuff, that's where you got to kind of like take put the joking aside and like look at things for what it really is you know up until now we've been force-fed ideas ideals and things that weren't right for us yeah we didn't you have and we didn't have we the just, technology we just went along with now. whatever because that's what we were told <clears throat> i think that's and, why i think that's why kids you know are the way they are is because we talk about technology and how everyone's connected and how it's a lot harder to lie to people now like it's a lot harder for <laughs> some sort of, you know, higher up people or corporation or government to say, this is how it is, this is what happened, this is what we're going to do. You know, because people will fucking Google it and be like, yeah, it just snopes that shit, and that's not real. So, uh, I think that... I mean, the coolest thing that points everything out is just, just the phenomenon or miraculousness of this election. You know, the fact that the country is completely divided in half yeah right now more than it's ever been and and last year we were all together so it's fucking crazy how shit's happening it's all happening in an instant um half the country has lost their goddamn mind yeah. voting for trump and then half the country wants bernie but feels forced to be with hillary so it's like it's crazy right it's like it's like the phenomenon that is bernie sanders is what is leading to the revolution and this shit gives me hope you know seeing the type of effect that somebody his age with his ideals and in in the type of things that he believes in having this type of effect on people nationally is crazy it's never ever happened before in politics ever yeah in the history of the united states nobody's ever been as open and transparent about things as Bernie Sanders, you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy that he even exists. He's like a fucking mythical creature, you know what I mean? <laughs> In a world full of hate and in disguise and deceit and fucking everything that's wrong with this world, you know what I'm saying? And the politics every day as usual type of shit. And then there's him. He's yep. like the anti everything. And it's crazy. It's crazy the effect that he's had and the way that he's captured people's hearts and minds and like the things that is going to happen regardless of whether he wins or not uh-huh. is is amazing, you know? And and this is all part of it. This church of cannabis feeling, you know, that the preaching the positivity and trying to, you know, just like spread at least like a little bit of love and a little bit of compassion towards others and and then it all leads to fucking more acceptance of people like him and then the next bernie sanders comes along and then the next elon musk and the next fucking um richard dawkins and the next stephen hawkins and the next fucking neil degrasse tysons and you know what i mean all the people that are actually doing good shit for the world yeah the next fucking 
I hate to say it, but the next Obama too, you know what I mean? Like Obama's done so much good shit for people, you know, like regardless of what's behind the scenes, regardless of what shitty shit he does, he's done so much good, mm-hmm. you know? It's it's crazy to think otherwise. The the effect that he's had on people and in the way that he's changed people's hearts and the way that he's like, you know, he's done a lot of good in his short eight years. So hopefully, you and know, he's also he's also aged twenty five years. Yeah, fuck yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a stressful stressful job, you know. Yeah, we're in a crazy time right now, man. There's really no telling what's gonna happen. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think that we just need to take a minute and, and pray, pray for our country and the out and the outcome. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do it during one of these clips. You want to set up one of these, uh, one of these Richard Dawson clips? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. You're a professor of the public understanding of science, not professor of delivering truth to the public. And these are two different exercises. One of them is you put the truth out there, and like you said, they either buy your book or they don't. Well, that's not being an educator. That's just putting it out there. Being an educator is, part, is not only getting the truth right, but there's got to be an act of persuasion in there as well. Persuasion isn't always, here's the facts, you're either an idiot or you're not. It's, it's, here are the facts, and here, is, and here is a sensitivity to your state of mind, and it's the facts plus the sensitivity, when convolved together, creates impact. <coughs> and I worry that your, your methods and your, your, your how, how, how articulately barbed you can be <coughs> ends up simply being ineffective yeah. when, when you have much more power of influence than what is currently reflected in your output. I gratefully accept the rebuke. Um, <laughs> um, I, just just one, one anecdote to show that I'm not the worst in this thing. Um, a, um, a former and highly successful editor of New Scientist magazine, who actually built up New Scientist to great new heights, was asked, what is your philosophy at New Scientist? And he said, our philosophy at New Scientist is this. Science is interesting, and if you don't agree, you can fuck off. (laughs) Dope. Science is interesting, and if you don't agree, you can fuck off. Yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. You know? That's good shit. <coughs> you see, like the stuff they talk about aligns with exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Let's. Uh, I have. I have this other one. Uh, speech on death from Richard Dawkins. We can get deep right now. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We are going to die, and that makes us the lucky ones. Most people are never going to die because they are never going to be born. The potential people who could have been here in my place, but who will in fact never see the light of day, outnumber the sand grains of Sahara. Certainly those unborn ghosts include greater poets than Keats, scientists greater than Newton. We know this because the set of possible people allowed by our DNA so massively outnumbers the set of actual people. 
in the teeth of these stupefying odds, it is you and I, in our ordinariness, that are here. We privileged few who won the lottery of birth against all odds, how dare we whine at our inevitable return to that prior state from which the vast majority have never stirred? Thank you very much. Holy shit, I'm fucking wow. so wow. high. I'm wow. so high, and that hit me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, he puts it in, in terms that any human could understand. You know what I mean? Like, he really does. And he just, like, if you can't take what he says and and take it to heart as yeah. as actuality, as fucking reality, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's things that are real, and then there's things that you hope would be real. Or, like, you know, you wish, you know, like... Having something to look forward to is a good thing. Having having a reason to do something is great. You know what I mean? Believing in a faith or believing in a God or whatever, that's a good thing. That's all good. But to, to say that the word in the Bible is fact over things that can be proven yeah. is stupid. There's no other way to look mm-hmm. at it. You know and like I mean? and like it's the Ken like, Ham thing, how Ken Ham firmly strong like strongly believes that the world is six thousand years old. Yeah. And that uh and, and that's ridiculous. That all know? of these things that are proven are all bullshit. All the yeah, all that, the carbon that's dating. Where, like, <laughs> that's where people get it confused, right? And that, and then people are you know, you know, religion is no different than politics, bro. It's the exact same thing. So like it's like when we talked about before about how when when somebody is a Republican or a Democrat, they don't just identify with the brand. They identify that as themselves, as a part of themselves. Yeah. So like when somebody's a Christian or a Catholic or a fucking uh, Muslim or whatever, you know, <clears throat> that's part of themselves. So no matter what you say, you're talking about them personally. That's how they take it, you know, and that's where people don't know how to like People don't know how to decipher what's different. You, when you're forced something on you your entire life, you don't know how to fucking know any different. You know what I mean? You've never had the option to fucking choose for you for sure what you believe or not. You know what I mean? You, though, these are only learned things. Yeah, and that's why most people that come up super religious and have to go to church every week or twice a week with their family. I had to go twice a week when I was a kid. Church on Wednesday was a thing. And, uh, you know, most of those people, not all of them, but a good portion of them, end up losing their faith sometime in their 20s when they try to find themselves. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, I've been force-fed this bullshit, and now I'm I'm in charge of my own life. I don't have to do that anymore. And you kind of look at it from a different point of view. And it's all through personal experience. Every, and everybody's experience is different because everybody's life experience is different right like like the human experience is a trip in itself yeah each person each person is in their own vehicle traveling through space right whether you like no matter how you want to look at it mikey booyah is in mikey booyah's ride right now and he's his ride doesn't fucking Inter- interfere with anybody else's ride you know he can't ever be in somebody else's ride Nobody else can ever be in his ride, no matter what. He just sees his ride as it's rolling down the road. Now, 
somebody else can look at Mikey Booyah's ride and notice everything about it that Mikey Booyah can't see from the inside. I could see the fucking taillight that's not working, but you can't see it because you're driving. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And these are things that, like, you don't notice. You Everything else that you take in is all things that you've learned from other people. Thing From a time you're born as an infant, you're a sponge, and you're just picking up what people are laying down in front of you to pick up. You know, that's the only option you have. You're not given choices from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the problem is. You know, when people, when people have these type of choices laid out for them from the beginning then they make decisions off of fucking things that they see you know what i mean you get to like you get to choose you get to say like okay well let me see if this is real let me try to prove this let me see if there's a fact or a fucking you know what i mean and the fact that we live in the information age is what's allowed people to evolve in this sort of way and that's why it's you know People are slowly but steadily becoming non-religious more and more and more and more. You know, people don't identify it at all anymore. So it's it's crazy, man. Let's let's uh let's play the next one. Yeah, amenibus, amenibus. Actually, um, I uh, you remember you remember the choir from from earlier? Yeah. That was that was going off. Well, I actually um, I gave them some some edibles, some fast-acting THC pills. So uh, they said that they're ready to go. We're gonna give them one more <laughs> shot. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, pray with the choir right now. Everybody out there, feel free to pray with us. Amen, Abyss. Much love from the weed gods. Whoa! I want you to put it out. Put some respect on it. Listen, when you say my name, put some respect on it. I ain't playing with y'all. Put some respect on it. And I ain't gonna say it. And I ain't gonna say it no more. Listen, now I could have pulled up, put some respect on it. But that ain't gay. Put some respect on it. I wanna look in your face, put some respect on it. I ain't gonna say it. And I ain't gonna say it no more. Oh, are we finished? Put some respect on it. Or is we done? Put some respect on it. Oh, tree of y'all. Put some respect on it. Are we finished or is we done? Are we finished or we done? Y'all finished or y'all done? I'm oh, out of here. Man. I'll treat y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you to the choir. You did you did good. That was dope. They said that uh they said they just started a group and they're called the Hamiltones. Oh nice. So nice. go see them on tour. They're what you guys they sound good. Okay, bye guys. They're leaving on tour. Yeah, bro. They're gone. Apparently, the tour starts now. They just decided yeah, that they were going to go on tour, it. and they you were like, gotta... look. Yeah, we can't set a date. Today's the day. Yeah, you just got to jump into it. First know, show's like, today. You hey, hung? guess what? Today, we're on tour, so come see us. <laughs> yep. I wish it was that easy. I would do that shit right now. Today, we're on tour. <laughs> hey, guess what? Today, I'm on tour, and I'm only going to one city every day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> on tour same spot every day yeah, same spot every day no it's, it'll, a, it's an ongoing tour it'll Come be the me. same city but you'll be performing at different venues no same one no <laughs> same yeah, yard you guys gotta come from the different cities it'll be the same guys the same, yeah you know <laughs> yeah so, so like just okay be on repeat hold on <laughs> so so on this flyer it'll say like it'll say like a like los angeles california 
and then it'll have like like the address for the for the yard that the show will be in. And then the next one will be like San Diego, California. And then it'll have the address for the yard in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then it'll be like, you'll like go out to Austin, Texas. It'll be like pictures of different places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it'll be the same place. Yeah, same address. <laughs> and then when you come, we'll have like a different theme inside every time. Oh, I like it. And it'll be all themed like the city that you're from. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. This is really good. It's like an art piece. I like it. Yeah. It'll totally fly in LA. Yeah, for sure. Hipster. All right, so uh, here are Richard Dawkins' uh, thoughts on meeting God. If I meet God when I die. Trip on that. Yeah, trip on that. Let's trip on it right now. You ready? Yep. Amen, Abyss. One of the main reasons why people are religious is because they're persuaded by the apparent design of living things, and that's completely destroyed by, by Darwin. If you actually read any book, biologist about evolution it's hard to see how you could fail to be persuaded of it, it, it it's but I mean, the evidence is is just absolutely pat there's no there's no, there's no doubt about it it's not a controversial issue it's, it's completely certain it's as certain as the fact that the earth and the other planets orbit the Sun more than 40% of the American population if opinion polls are to be believed uh, think that the world is less than 10,000 years old and uh, that's a uh, that's a shocking figure um, it shows uh, deep profound ignorance it sounds very laudable to, to, to teach the controversy to teach both theories but there aren't two theories there's only one theory around there's only one one game in town as far as serious science is concerned of course you get negative reactions from creationists but who cares about creationists they don't know anything I think it was my father who first introduced me to, uh, to Darwinian evolution. I was immensely moved by it, and it did start a roller coaster in a way, and then I started to become uh, really quite anti-religious after that. I went through a sort of middle ground of what you might call deism. I think I gave up Christianity before I finally gave up the idea of a, a sort of creative designer of some kind. Darwin made it possible to be an intellectually fulfilled atheist. Before that, you could be an atheist, Hume was, for example, but it was quite difficult because you had no good explanation for why uh, living things look so well designed. Darwin provided that. There are other reasons for being religious, uh, like moral reasons, or, or people sometimes feel they have a personal relationship with God or with Jesus or with Muhammad or whatever it is um, and th that kind of reason for being religious would not in itself be undermined by Darwinism but um, it's quite wrong to believe that science reduces humanity that science somehow gives you a bleak cold empty uh, barren view of the, of the universe and of life quite the contrary Science is enriching and fulfilling. What's going to happen when I die? If I met God in the unlikely event after I died, I think the first thing I'd say is, well, which one are you? Are you Zeus? Are you Thor? Are you Baal? Are you Mithras? Are you Yahweh? Uh, which God are you? Um, and uh, why did you take such great pains to conceal yourself and to hide away from us? That's dope. So what he's <clears throat> what he's pretty much saying is that 
that feeling that people get from religion of something that is watching over you, something bigger, something better, and that you're part of some small plan, that you can get that same feeling from the universe and from, you know, scientific data. And, you know, people are like, why would you want to think that we're just all alone? But it's actually, like you said, the opposite. There's so much shit out there. There's... And, you know, we've only, we can only get so far. So far. Yeah. If that makes know. sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's, he's right. You know, if you can't take what he says with some type of understanding, then it's because you're offended. Uh-huh. And if you're, if you're offended, it's because you let an inanimate object be attached to you. You let um, an ideal become part of your identity yeah and that's just that's 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 giving up your small your small uh lifespan in the whole scheme of things we're just one little tiny blip in time that we get to be alive and you know it happened on uh on that show rick and morty that i don't know if you've watched it yet i'm gonna send you a link to watch them online but uh there was they were like running some guy dropped a like a bottle with a little fetus in it and it broke and the fetus was like running alongside of him and it was like a little baby and then it grew up and got like really big like full-grown like man-sized and then died had like a heart attack and died and shriveled up and turned into like an old man and this all happened in the span of like one and a half seconds and Morty saw it and was like, ah, and Rick was like, don't think about it. And that's really what we are. It's just this little tiny, we're born, and then in a little couple seconds later, we're old and dying. So, it's true. you know, people uh, people waste their whole, their whole lives on what's going to happen because they're so sure when they die, they're going to do this. So they don't experience anything. I'm not saying go fucking Sodom and Gomorrah style and go sin your ass off. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of extreme religions where a well, lot of things... besides that, like, the simple things you could do, too, is, like, go see the world. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, or like fucking, you know, anything. It, there's so many things. It doesn't have to do with sin, or, or You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. have anything to do with that. It has things to do with, like, what things have you always wanted to do, but didn't do because you were too worried about um, how you're going to pay your bills and everything else and, like, your yeah. position, you know? And, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, everybody's just people, holding out for this gamble that could happen after you die. Right, like... like and it's sad. The, just, just the... So many things in life, there's so many levels to everything, and it's all about your journey, you know? And like I said, everybody's in their own car, you know what I mean? Everybody's in their own ride, and they're just traveling, and... You know, what they decide is their journey is what they decide, and you can't really tell anybody otherwise. You could just try to offer information and fucking, you know what I mean, and other um, ways to look at things, I guess. And, and that's really it. Yeah, and that's what we try to do here. So um, so thank you for joining us, everybody. We hope, that, uh, we hope that everybody out there is feeling good, feeling positive, feeling high. I know I am. Super deep. Mm-hmm. That was some. That was a deep fucking metaphor about me driving my my ride and like the tail light and shit. That was good. Nicely done. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna unpause yeah. it now. 
Yeah, so go love your mommy. Go do it. Happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. Motherfuckers. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Peace, bitches. Natural habitat recordings.